0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz. and Steve you are now entering the MegaCar, the mega-colors. Oh.
1: We are, Steve. We survived. We're back. I know a lot of people questioned whether or not Ted and Steve would be back. Mainly Ted and Steve. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone else did. No. <laughs> I am very surprised and very impressed that we made it out of uh, Bumbershoot Weekend Alive, Ted.
0: Yeah, man. That was a, uh, as I told a couple, couple people, it's like Steve and I had a great but interesting night. Oh, I can't to wait to talk least. about
1: it on the podcast because we're going to get into detail in a little bit. We might just have to just jump right into some stuff. Yeah, man. Because, man, we have a lot to talk about. We've got Bumbershoot Weekend. Well, Saturday night. Which Saturday was, night. Which went until Sunday morning. Like, legit. Yeah. Sun- we're not talking about we were up till three in the morning. We were up until eight in the morning. Yeah, we were up for a while. Yeah, so, and a lot happened. It wasn't like we were just hanging out in Ted's apartment for the entire night. Like, there was a lot of. We actually made it out of the place. Look, if you're questioning whether or not to listen to this entire podcast, maybe you just turned it on and you only listen for Ted's talk or the push-ups. That'd be weird, but...
0: Seems like a very specific thing just to listen to. I I just do the push-ups and listen to the Ted talk and then I turn it off. And I'm off. Like, God, this guy is missing a lot of entertainment, Steve. The best of what we do... I mean, it's called a Ted talk, but let's be honest. That is not the best of what we're doing here.
1: So if you're that guy, and I know there's one of them out there, you're going to want to listen to this entire podcast. they get to the TED Talk already? Just shut up. Do your TED Talk and do the push-ups, and then I can turn it off and move on to Rogan's podcast. <laughs> right. Okay, All right. All this while he's in a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> I only have- You're not supposed to be listening to music, dude. I only had three hours, and po- Rogan's podcast is two hours and 55 minutes, so hurry this crap up, guys. I
0: got five minutes for the mega cast. That's it. That's it.
1: All right, well, why don't we help that person out? Let's get 10. Let's get things going. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that heart racing. Dude, today, I think both of us agree. If we did this podcast, I feel bad for anyone who listened to the Mixcast this week. Thank God for Rev and Glenn, because they carried the weight, because I was not there. I mean, I was there, but I was not there yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah. The podcast was a quick one.
1: Was it the same kind of thing?
0: Yeah. I mean, there were some good moments, but- sure. uh, I won't lie. The energy I have this morning is uh, a lot better, Steve.
1: It's a 100% turnaround. Yesterday, yeah. I felt like Monday, I thought I was dying. Tuesday, I thought I was going to be better, but I wasn't. In fact, I felt worse. And I was like, maybe I'm never going to get better. Maybe I'm just going to be perpetually hungover.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll take part of that blame. I think I was encouraging uh, Fireball and Red Bulls at four in the morning. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> I don't think I helps, helps no. our scene there.
1: No, no I mean, Ted and I, we'll get into it later. yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's just just to put it into perspective, like usually you have a couple of friends in your circle that know when to shut it down. So like you kind of have to follow their lead because when they shut it down, who are you gonna hang at? So you just kind of shut it down too.
0: Yeah, you go, you know what they're right. I should go to sleep.
1: Ted and I are the guy in your your circle that never wants the night to end. So right. imagine both of us together with nobody else trying to tell us to shut it down. So we're egging each other on. Like I mean, we are so exactly alike when it comes to partying. Like we both just want we don't want to go to bed and wake up and realize that, that, that the night is over. Right. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah.
0: And I think yeah. I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah. But that that is the problem with me and you. Is <laughs> neither of us is going to be like, dude, we should we're going to no. And that would be the
1: actual right call. Right, like typically, your normal friend would be like at five a.m. Be like, guys, maybe we should shut it down. We got to get up tomorrow, eleven o'clock.
0: Plus, we had great ideas.
1: Oh, go swimming! Right, like, hot dude, tubbing. we're almost
0: there to six a.m. We'll go swimming. And then it was like seven thirty. It's like I'm too drunk to go swimming. I'm gonna fall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and at one point it's like five alright yeah. let's get the heart racing the blood pumping and the brain functioning today I'm very excited to play this song and I think it's the perfect song now to wait get- a minute I gotta ask yes We've, we're past Labor Day yep. is summer over are we done winning yeah we're done winning alright we. Well, I mean you know we can always win Maybe from time to time. Maybe once a month we'll win. No, but I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's time to move on. Are and... you still winning on uh, Beat Migs? Yeah, I'm going to keep that going. All right. That goes on all year. Yeah, round. Two weeks in a row on uh, FCC. You got to keep it going. Yeah. It's, it feels so good when you win and that song plays. Yeah. Because it's like perfect. And and the listeners love it. Like I guess the Rainiers, they do it too when they win. The oh, nice. Rainiers. So someone texted in today and said, did you realize that the Tacoma Rainiers do that as well? I'm like, oh man, I haven't been to a Rainiers game all year. And apparently this has been a great season for them.
0: Yeah, dude, not only that, Rhubar looks like he might win Mascot of the Year.
1: For Minor Leagues? Yeah. No way. He's in the running. Nice. He's an awesome mascot. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. Me too. (laughs) 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 All right, Ted. (laughs) Let's get 10 to Talica. Uh, Oh, that was so cool until it didn't play. (laughs) There we go. Is this the new one? Hell yeah. I love this song. Actually, it is a really good song. So let's get 10. All right. Here we go. It's just like a punch in the face. Yeah, and it's quick. I love it. Double bass. South Can you play a double bass? Well, I mean, for like a very short period of time, yeah, but then my left leg does not have the stamina. (laughs) So no, I've always wanted- I used to, when I was a kid, I had the two bass drums. Like, I made- I I was so obsessed with Metallica when I was younger, and I still love Metallica, don't get me wrong, but as a kid, like, Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, Justice for All, those four albums are like, just life-changing records, right? Yeah. So I had the drum set- I remember I, I actually bought contact paper and took apart all my drums because they weren't, they weren't black. So I, I made them all look black. Oh, actually, At the time, I made them all white because Lars was playing a white Tama drum set. All right. Had two and It was a, such a ghetto drum set. Like pieced together, got it from a friend for like $10 one drum. It was nothing matched, right? So I spent all this time and I made it all look like Lars. I had the double bass and all the toms and the cymbals and put on Metallica. And then I quickly realized I cannot play double bass well at all. So that ba- other bass drum just kind of became like, it was really just show.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have decent rhythm, but I struggle just playing the bass drum just sitting behind a kit. I can't yeah. imagine trying to keep rhythm with two of them.
1: Man, and there's some people that just can just throw it in like real quick. I mean, Lars, one of them. I mean, Lars has definitely slowed down a little bit over the years, but it's nice to hear him throw the double bass on that song.
0: Who's the dude that's like the, the higher drummer? Like, Avenged Sevenfold used him when oh, their guy passed away. Mike,
1: Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. And yeah. And he's done some other band. That guy's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like metal's version of Neil Peart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, I fell into like a little bit of a rabbit hole with Metallica, and I came across this audio clip. It's a video online, and it's the funniest thing. Back when they were recording uh, the Black Album, their biggest right. record. Yeah. They're in the studio with Bob Rock. Bob Rock, well-respected producer, and it's just... I thought this is just a good illustration of just how um like Metallica is just a band that just does not give an F. f. You're in a studio with a guy who's so well respected and this could be the career changing record and so you would think you'd be on your best behavior but James Hetfield while talking to Bob Rock, ah, uh, you know what? I'm just going to fart right in his face. That's what we talked about yesterday. Of huh? course, <laughs> dick. <laughs> And I think that was uh, uh, Kirk that's like, you dick. <laughs> God. And how the reaction of everybody's great. I don't know who the guy is that talks about his shirt, but it's a funny line. Oh, God, that's what help. it did to my shirt. This was a white shirt when I came in there this morning. Oh. And he's wearing like a brown shirt. Oh, God, help. Oh.
0: <laughs> Those guys are crazy
1: and then uh but then you realize that it sounded like they were having a lot i love watching in the studio footage i'm a geek like that with music because i just love the recording process i think
0: everybody likes the behind the scenes stuff oh yeah and i the, do it with sports man i don't care even if it's a team i hate if it's like behind the scenes oh, like watching them in the locker room and stuff i love it
1: i 100 agree or any of those like football life documentaries like i'm always like getting into with my wife because she's like change the channel i'm like I want to watch this Marshall Funk one. I got to see how it ends. Yeah, or Jerome Bettis. And she's like, well, do you really care? I'm like, yes, I do care. It's all this cool behind the scenes or when they're mic'd up, all that kind of stuff. I love it. Yeah, exactly. I just watched uh, the season finale of Hard Knocks last night. I need to watch that. How was the
0: season? I, well, I was going to say it's good, but I watch all of them, so I'm not the person to ask.
1: I enjoy all of them, too, so I'm sure yeah. I'll like it. Yeah. there's one. Scene the best I- thing is the dinosaur stuff with that one guy. I did. We played that audio. That yeah. is hilarious. But there's a lot more that goes into
0: that if you watch the whole series. So
1: he does not, he believes in mermaids. Believes in mermaids. But does not believe in dinosaurs. Correct. And he's a guy that plays for the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's not a moron. He's an intelligent individual besides this one point. He just got his theories. Yeah. And, like, he goes to, like, there's, like, a famous, like, uh, dinosaur thing called Dinosaur Trek or something Mm -hmm. in L.A., and he goes, and they're like, that's a real egg. And he's just like, that doesn't make sense. That looks like a rock. And she's like, well, yeah, because it's fossilized. So it's not an egg. It just... (laughs) He just—he just has like a mental block that he just won't go over.
1: And as soon as he left that place, the league drug tested him.
0: Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like he's good,
1: he's real nice, and he speaks on everything else very intelligently. Yeah, I mean when he was explaining it, it wasn't like as if he was sounding like you could like you're rolling your eyes because you're like, come on, man, you can't really think like that. But he's saying it in a very like thought out. It seems like he's done his research kind of way.
0: Right. So, like, there were like the second episode, they kind of keyed on him and uh-huh. Coach Fisher. But then, I mean, that, that storyline stays throughout. Like, they show him at home in his house sitting outside. It's L.A. So, he's, like, outside with all his family watching TV. And, like, Kimmel comes on and starts making fun of him. But it's funny to see his reality. Come on, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a part in uh, that, like behind the scenes thing, when they were recording the Black Album. So they're recording Enter Sandman. All right, right. So everyone knows Enter Sandman. So that is like the song, and that's kind of like when everyone started goofing on James Hetfield for being the yeah guy. Yeah, because he uses it a lot in that song. He uses it a lot. I love the Black Album, but most Metallica people that really like the, the, yeah, they the, think the, that's when they change the, the snobby, hipster Metallica fans, if that's even a way to describe them. But like you know, the ones that hate anything that becomes successful. I, I also thought the, the Black Album was phenomenal. After the Black Album, I slowly started losing interest, and it wasn't like I didn't hate any of the other stuff, but I really didn't get into like Load and Reload and, and all that kind of stuff. It was fine. I liked a yeah. lot of the songs, but I wasn't obsessed like I was the first Well, I guess you would say five, because I did really like the Black Album. Nobody even mentioned St. Anger. No. 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 At all. <laughs> I wish people could see the look in your eye. It bothers me, man, because some you of You those- were
0: just like, uh, what's her name? The, uh, the lady from Family Guy.
1: No, no, no. No. There's some good songs. The freaking production on that is the worst. It's the worst, man. I remember hating it, and then I watched the DVD. They have a DVD that goes with the CD where they perform the entire record live, like in their practice space or something like that, and it sounds amazing. And I'm like, God dang it. Why couldn't you just put that out as a record? It sounds way better than this stupid tin can that he's hitting that's supposed to be a snare drum. Freaking Lars. Fartsy fartsy crap. All right, sorry. (laughs) So when he's singing uh (laughs) uh, Sandman, Sandman, Bob Brock gives him a hard time about the whole yeah thing and he goes How about you try saying something other than yeah? And they start using like lines from like the cult like the firewoman like woman that kind of stuff (laughs) So here's what how it all goes down. Let's don't do a a Yeah, a yeah at the end. Do something else woman All right, okay child Fire, woman. Here we go.
0: Something's wrong, something's light. Heavy
1: thoughts to reignite. And the honor's the way. Teams of war, teams of lies, teams of dragon's fire. And the things that will fight, woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it would sound really strange if he didn't say yeah, though. It does. Yeah. You're like, Woman? Yeah, that doesn't fit there.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I almost forgot. We don't want to piss off that one listener. Ted Talks, (laughs) starring... Crap, Ted. Smith. We're already about 14 minutes in on the podcast. We've screwed up his whole schedule.
0: This dude's going to be so mad. So pissed. Well, it's funny. This Ted Talk is just for him. Okay. Now, today, he's waiting. His day's not going his way, but I want to tell him, stay positive. Now, look, as the weather's going to turn here, and frankly... I'm loving it. I have no issue with this fall weather at all. I'm excited to wear hoodies again. I know. I feel weird if you listen to this podcast you don't live in Seattle. So it's probably still summer.
1: Yeah, like my friend Lanny, she's over in New York. She's probably like, F you guys.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> like my brother's probably sweating. Like, what do you mean hoodies? And yeah. but I'm the- still wearing shorts and a tank top, you jerk holes.
1: <laughs> jerk holes. That's a new word. Uh, but, you know, as the weather changes- That and- should be our listeners. We'll call them jerk, jerk holes. It's a mega family. What's up, jerkholes? Jerk holes.
0: Look, the whole point I'm trying to get to today is like, look, it's easy to bitch, and there are certain times in your life where, frankly, you're right to bitch or vent to a friend or whatever. But after a while, if all you do is bitch, you're just bitchy guy, yeah. And you just like to bitch and bitch and bitch and every, you know, it's not your fault. So at a certain point, you got to stay positive, and then instead of bitching about stuff, try to make a difference with it,
1: and 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 and, and pay attention to the reaction, like to the people around you. You know what I mean? Like, cause I was just recently hanging out with someone, and they're complaining, complaining, and complaining. And I'm like trying to give advice, and and or at least give my opinion. They're just kind of dismissing it, dismissing it. And I'm like, that's fine. I, you didn't ask for an opinion, and so I'm yeah. okay with that. Like, I respect that. I was just sharing and having a conversation, and but at some point, I finally looked at go. I'm like, hey man, I don't know what to say. I'm really sorry. And I figured that that to me, if someone did that to me, that's the cue of shut the f up. Let's move on. Stop complaining. Yeah. Like, get positive. Try and think of something. And, and that person didn't pick up on it at all. And you got to pick up on that. like, Because otherwise, <clears throat> eventually your friends aren't going to want to hang out with you. If you're the now, bitching guy.
0: Well, the other thing, too, is, I mean, these are just, these are tales that go back is as, as, old, as old as time, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a bitching guy all the time, how are people going to know if something actually affected you? Because everything yeah. just sucks. And every, you know, the, blah, blah, blah. And you're bitching. You're like the boy that cried wolf. Yep. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you want somebody to actually sit there and you want to vent to them, that's one thing. But if that's just what you do all the time, then.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get the call. Of a, hey, what are you doing Saturday night? You want to come to Bumbershoot? You're not the guy we're going to call. <laughs> no. It's just going to bring our party down.
0: Right? What are we going to sit there and just judge everybody? Like, look, look, I have plenty of acquaintances like that I could call. <laughs> I don't want to
1: spend my free time with them. And when we get back, we're going to talk about our trip uh, to Bumbershoot. And really, not even so much... Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about Bumper but it's what happened like how after Bumper I we keep building
0: it up, this epic Bumper and everything around... Bumper was actually fun and pretty low-key for us. <laughs> we barely it's, were there. It's everything <laughs> that surrounded it that it was just kind of
1: chaotic but fun. Anyone who listened last week, we gave you the three bands that we really wanted to see. We only saw one of them, and we didn't even see their entire set. It's everything oh that happened shit. afterward. Let's just say it involves uh, Coke deals, crack deals... And lesbians. Yeah. How about that for a tease? That is. Man, I know the story. That's a hell of a it's all a tease, Steve. Yeah. I almost forgot. Joe Rogan, podcast listener guy, might actually still listen God, because crack, of that tease. Cocaine and, and lesbians. lesbians. And we were up till late. We'll it's be back. It's impossible to not have a good
0: time when listening to Check and Steve. The mega cast will be back. There's no such thing as it.
1: Oh, man. Labor Day. Tell me about it. I had nine burgers, burnt like hockey pucks and pink in the middle. I went with the hot dogs covered in melted nacho cheese. I washed the burgers down with ribs and greasy barbecue sauce. Then I whooped down a bucket of potato salad and three
0: plates of baked beans, seasoned with bacon and steak.
1: My brother and I fought over the last six beers. So I held his head in the cooler water until he agreed to a 4-2 split. Yeah, I passed out shirtless on the front lawn and the neighbors called the sheriff, said a bloated bleached cow had died in our yard. <sighs> I hate to see summer end. Me too, buddy. Hey, I'm wrestling over that last donut. Nah, let's just buy another bag. I like the way you think. Why are you always
0: hating? Fighting is for sh**t heads. The Megacast
1: is back. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> this song,
1: I've been trying to figure out who... I play Madden 17 now. All right, And this song is constantly being played. And I keep telling myself, I gotta ask Siri, what song is this? So I can listen to it, because I love it. It's YG. Oh, that is YG. Oh, I love that. I thought it was uh, that Ray Schmerzman guy. All right. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's YG. Well, you know me,
0: man. It takes me about a year or two. Like, I'll, I'll be on YG next year.
1: Yeah, by, by next year at the Classic. That'll be our jam. Right. I'm like, well, why are you hating? Right. Because the song's three years old. That's why, guys.
0: That's why, idiot. <laughs> what are you guys, like 40? Like, well, yeah, but that ain't the point, dude. You jerkhole. hole. Sure, <laughs> We're going to get chicken. Yes.
1: I had chicken teriyaki today, man. I
0: know. It's so good. I think that was the other problem with our night. Like, (laughs) we were having so much fun. It's generally within our, uh, to order pizzas. And we didn't. But we kept going out and we kept going to other places. And honestly, we met, we, we blew past Pizza Point. Yeah. And it was like, well, we'll just stay up. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I also wanted to get a milkshake from Dick's and we never did that. I forgot about that. You know what screwed us up? So we get to Bumbershoot and they hand out all these samples and they handed us these little. Well, we should start. Okay. Go ahead. As I say, you started off.
0: Steve Saturday was a picturesque day for me, right? It's like 65 to 70. Yep. There's a slight breeze. There's good college football on. I take a nap. Steve rolls up like I I had to run errands all day. I finally get him accomplished. 20 minutes later, Steve shows up. That's right. Yeah. Perfect timing. So, Saturday, I'm already relaxed. It's rolling great.
1: Yeah. I already, earlier that day, went shopping with my wife had some fun, yeah, hung out, and all this, and then finally I'm like, okay, babe, I'll see you tomorrow. She's like, have a good time with your boyfriend. I'm (laughs) like, you know I will. (laughs) The best time. So I show up, and then uh, we hang out for a little bit, and then we decide, okay. Also,
0: as Steve's pulling up, right, I walk down the stairs, uh, or the elevator in my building, and I'm thinking, man- my stereo system sucks. Oh, that's right. Like, Steve always has a great playlist on his phone. It's all right, my TV's newer. We'll figure I'll finally figure out. Like, we'll just hook his phone up to the TV. Right. As soon as I get in his car, he's like, I brought this sound dock. I was like, my man.
1: That's right. I got this new like I can't remember what it's called, like G Boom. I found it on Bro Bible's website and it's awesome. It's like seventy bucks things and it's a tank. Like you saw it. It's like yeah. super it's bigger, but man, it, the bass kicks pretty decently on that, especially yeah. when you put it on like a wood table. It was awesome. Yeah. So you were really pumped when you saw it. Like, yeah. oh, man, I was just thinking we should get a sound dock or something because I know we're going to want to listen to music. I'm like, like literally, I was in my head, like, do I have an extra HDMI cable? Like, yep. we'll, we'll figure this out. And we had it all. So everything's, I mean, everything's falling into place. We get yep. a, a quick meal over at Subway. That was good. Uh, and then we're like, okay, we got everything out of the way. It's time to go to Bumbershoot. Yep. We head out. We walk a couple blocks. We're all, you know, feeling good. Then we both realize it's very chilly out. So then we turn around. Oh, I
0: forgot about that. Right. Then we had to go back and get our
1: jackets. I mean, this is like, it took us forever to finally Which get. by
0: the time we finally walked a bumper shoot, I had taken mine off and tied it around my waist. I was like, now nah, I'm hot now, Steve.
1: Because when we were walking, we were in the shade, but then finally we got in the sun and then we were cooking. <laughs> we were just like, it's like, <laughs> <clears throat> Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh, yeah. So we get there and- they they're giving out all these free samples, and when someone gave us a sample, and I thought it was like coconut water. I'm like, oh, good way to start this day. Yeah. So we just, I think both of us crushing. <laughs> and you look at me, and go, that wasn't coconut water, was it? I'm like, no, it was like a smoothie drink. And oh, just,
0: the texture was
1: so awful. It would have been fine. Like you know how it is, like, like when you think you're about to take like a swig of of water, co- co- yeah. and it's vodka. Yes, I've had that, or milk, and then it's soda. You know, like that. Oh, you know, like yeah. Just, when your head is anticipating something and the taste buds do not correlate with it, it sucks. And it was a little, like, four ounce
0: bottle. Yeah. So I slammed it back, like, I'm just going <laughs> to chug this. And then it just came out slow. And it was, I mean, it was a delicious smoothie, but it was just thick. It was just like, oh, this is not the tech. Like, I felt like uh,
1: Anchorman. So, like, milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad This This free sample was a bad choice. Yeah. So it's, our goal was to see. Ah, uh, run the jewels. Run the jewels. We were also hoping to see pretty lights. I looking back, I really wish we could have seen Marshmallow also in the electronic uh, key arena. Uh, right. Well, tent, we got up there.
0: Whatever it was, we got up there in enough time. So Bumper shoot back in the day used to be like thirty bucks. Yeah. And they didn't have as many huge acts as they have now. Dude, I remember when I first
1: lived uh, when I first came to Seattle. It was like six bucks a day.
0: Yeah, but even like. Shoot, even like five years ago, I remember going, and you could just right. walk into the key and watch a show or whatever. Yep. So we had enough time that I thought we could see like half of Marshmallow and then go see the
1: Jewels. Yep. No chance. No, the Key line, Arena was packed. I'm pretty sure there was a line all the way to Ballard. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, yeah. It, like, of all the venues to go to at Bumbershoot, the one that was a absolute no way in hell are we getting in was the Key Arena. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounded like nobody left the Key Arena because that line never changed, nah. and everybody stayed in there because it was a great setup. It was a great lineup for electronic music,
0: right? So at this point, now you can walk around with beers. Yep. So we've given up on Key Arena.
1: Yep. So no marshmallow, no pretty lights.
0: We almost bought one hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> sunglasses and watches. Yep. That was a good call. <laughs> Steve was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to get out again." We drunk me, is at this point I'm drunk, I'm already stoned, like, I, yeah. I don't need to spend $120 on a pair of sunglasses. Dude,
1: they were dope, too, they were, like, made out of, like, the frame was wood, and with the watch, the the, the, the main part of the watch was made out of wood, too, and I'm like, this is a sweet-looking piece, and it was, like, $100-something, and, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really came to shoot to drop $120 on a watch or a sunglasses, and then we we're like, why don't we see how the night transpires? See how much money we spend tonight. And then maybe tomorrow, since we had the, our wristbands got us in every day, even though we used it for like all of like two, maybe an hour, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll come back tomorrow and we'll just buy them. We'll just come to bomb Shoot and buy them.
0: Right. Which we and, never did. Right. Still seems like a reasonable thing. Yeah. So now we're just roaming around and it's like we should walk over to Memorial. Yeah. Because Run the Jewels will be out soon enough.
1: But we're like stopping everywhere on the way. Like, right. Like we ran if there's our a our been to Yep. If there's a band playing, we're just going to go check him out. We saw uh, Matt's little brother, Matt from the oh, yeah, uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right. We saw
0: MCTP's
1: little brother. It's funny because like, when he's talking to you, you're like, hey, this is uh, Matt's little brother. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't know him, but I know that it's his little brother. The two of them look exactly alike. They do. Yeah. like He's like like a, a little bit taller version of Matt. Yeah. And a less <laughs> yoked version.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. I know. I didn't realize how yoked Matt was until I met his brother. Then it's like, damn.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, we're just like taking our time casually walking around the grounds.
0: Right. So, we get to Memorial and there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we're just, we start to stroll in. And this has got to be, I'd say 100 yards, 150 yards before like the final security. But there's one sign that says no alcohol past this point. So, I like slap Steve on the shoulder and I'm like, bro, we got to drink these beers and I'll recycle them. We got to get in there. Now, keep in mind, everybody in their 20s is just streaming by
1: with their drinks. Just drinking, not crushing, just drinking casually.
0: Right. Nobody's giving it a second thought. I'm like, come on, Steve, we got to finish these. So we like pound on these IPAs.
1: I think we even said to each other, you know, we're going to probably break a lot of rules tonight. Let's not break this rule. Yeah. Let's respect this rule.
0: Right. So we stop. Then you walk the 150 yards. There's another sign, and that's where everybody's actually stopping, is that's where security is.
1: And before we even hit this point... We uh, ran into our friends, Brooke and Jubal.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) I completely forgot about we stopped and talked to Brooke and Jubal.
1: There's all these radio station, obviously, radio station uh, tents at Bumbershoot. We saw the move-in tent, and uh, both Ted and I are friends with uh, with Jubal. I've never met Brooke, but I'm sure... I I think you have, haven't you? No. Okay, so we don't know Brooke, but we know Jubal. So we see the cutouts, and we're like... We got to get a picture with that, and and and, yeah. t- and I'll text it to Jubal. He'll get a kick out of that. Yeah. So we go up to them and say, hey, would you mind if we get a picture with Brooke and Jubal, these cardboard, cardboard cutouts? cutouts. <laughs> yeah, it's not really them. <laughs> yeah. Do we not mention that? I don't know if it's we have. It's just cardboard cutouts of gar- Brooke and Jubal. <laughs> it's just it's life-size cardboard cutouts of Brooke and Jubal. It's very random. So- the, the, their street teamers are like, yeah, these two girls, really nice. And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. They take it. And then they're like, hey, can we take a picture with our camera so we could put it up on our website or on Facebook or wherever? Yeah. And we're both like, uh, no. And they're, they're both like, I think they thought we were like just being jerks because like, oh, okay, no problem, no problem. And like, no, 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 we don't mind if you took the picture. Like, we just don't want to get you in trouble. And they're like, well, why would that get us in trouble? Right.
0: It's like, right, because we work at a competing station. And the thing is, we like those guys. Right. Like, I like Justin Barnes, one of my good buddies. Oh, I saw him that night. Yeah. yeah. Right. But if it was a station I didn't really care about, I wouldn't mind. But I was like, hey, we can't show up on their station website. No. That makes a, us
1: look like the D's. We would have looked totally like jerks. Yeah. So we would have been jerk holes. Jerk holes. Yeah. So we.
0: Ted Steve, jerk
1: holes. Official. Uh, so we're like, no. But I was like, look, we're, we're friends with them. That's why we're taking it. We're not clowning on them. So don't like worry. Yeah, exactly. Like, I even showed I'm like, look, I'm texting the picture to Jubal right now. I don't want. And they were sweet, these both younger kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, they were like, obviously new in the world of radio. And I didn't want them, neither one of us wanted to get them in trouble because that, like, that would have sucked if all of a sudden their boss was like, How could you put this up there? And these oh, are our competitions. I would have felt
0: terrible. Oh,
1: so I texted to Jubal and he responds. He's like, he's like, The next day he finally gets back to me. He's like, Man, what a great night we had. And I'm like, <laughs> My response, best night ever. <laughs> so now we finally get into the Memorial Stadium after passing the, the, the drinking checkpoint.
0: Right. We pass the drinking j- checkpoint, we get in there. And then it's literally like you're walking down the front. So if you go to like a rain game or whatever, you know, there's like the main concourse. Well, they open up that stairwell so you could right underneath the scoreboard. You walk right down onto the grass, which mm-hmm. they have covered with something.
1: We'll I turf. like I like how to paint the picture instead of being like, you know, you've been to Bumbershoot. You know how it is. You're going, you know, like when you go to rain games. Ted, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but I believe a lot more people listening right now have experienced Bumbershoot than a rain game.
0: You're right. I'm probably the only person that keeps referencing how it's set up for rain games.
1: You know how Rapino gets in. <laughs> Rapino. Damn it. <laughs> nice try though, Steve. Well, I'm not pronouncing her name right until she stands up for the damn anthem. <laughs> Dang, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. I'm not John Tortorella. Don't worry. <laughs> oh,
0: John Tortorella. i like somebody today who's like, yeah, nobody cares. That's why you're the USA hockey coach.
1: <laughs> That's a that's a dagger. <laughs> right. As a hockey fan, I find that funny. <laughs> right, but yeah. it is a dagger. So
0: I just so the stairwell is big. You've been to Bumper should do not. So literally, as we're walking down the stairs, right? They start playing We Are the Champions.
1: Like, our feet finally hit the final step and are on the actual, like, the, 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 the turf, or a, it was like a, a, a tarp over the turf.
0: Right. Yeah. So as we're walking in, I'm like, I'm cool to kind of hang in the back and just watch. Steve's like, yeah, I want to be by the soundboard. Mm-hmm. And then as we're walking up, they're playing We Are the Champions, and Steve turns to me and goes, did we time this out perfect? And it seemed like before I can answer... Killer Mike like jogs out on stage and it's like, Seattle, we're about to F this MF or oh! up. Yeah. And it was like, Dude, we timed this out
1: perfect. If we knew what time the band was starting, we would have not timed it out as perfectly as we did while we're nonchalantly just walking through the ground saying hi to people, taking pictures with cardboard cutouts, and still ending up there at the very moment they start. <clears throat> right,
0: that's what people need to understand. For like Half an hour, 40 minutes. We were just roaming. We had no plan. Eventually, Run the Jewels was the was the end goal.
1: And I'll be honest, I never even looked at my phone, I and I never looked at the schedule to know what time they go on. I just knew it was like seven-ish.
0: No, honestly, when we first started walking in there, I was like, damn, are we going in too early? Are we going to have to sit here forever? Right. Are we going to have
1: to watch some weird bands? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but we get in there, they start, they're just crushing
1: it. Yep. Yep. And they do my favorite song, the Run the Jewels, yeah. when we go, we both had to hit the bathroom. The
0: second song out of the gate they played, I was like, I can't believe they're playing this already.
1: Yeah, like they basically knew that we weren't, they were like the guy listening to the Rogan podcast. You know, they yeah. knew Ted and Steve were not going to last the entire set. So let's get all their hits that Ted and Steve like right at the beginning of their set, which basically the first six songs are like my favorite songs by Run the Jewels.
0: Also, like the way we were standing, like I was kind of on the outside, because mm-hmm. it's like Closer to Steve was, like, the soundboard and a group of people sitting. Yeah. So, like, as the music's going, like, people are excited and they keep coming by. And, like, I probably got bumped, like, ten times, right? But I kid you not, seven of them were, like, hot chicks.
1: Dude, there's so many hot
0: chicks. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: It finally got to the point, though, like, we had no idea the age range. It was that. Like, and it We was were like, looking for alcohol bracelets. Yeah. We got to the point where we're like, Ted, let's just look for the wristband. Yeah. If they have the wristband, then I don't mind checking out their butts as they walk by. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not. I'm just, you know cuz I don't know. Like I didn't know if Remember it was like that group of really cute girls. They could have easily been 16. They could have easily been 26. I think the majority of them
0: all had alcohol bracelets. We're just old. The 21 and 22-year-old girls seem really young to us now.
1: Right, right. You're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> yeah, and their fashion's different. It's amazing, ladies. Oh, dude. I mean, obviously the less the better. Uh, right. So at this point, we're a few songs in and it's like we got to pee. Yeah. And it's like it's quiet and run the jewels like LP. Like they'll talk a bit during their songs, mm-hmm. so it's just them up on stage. By the way, I don't know how rowdy the crowd was, but after like song three, Killer Mike was like, "Everybody on the left side, <laughs> take a step back."
1: Right. He's like, "When I count to four, everybody take a couple steps back." Yeah. And I'm like, "Damn!" Like that's how bad it is up there because people are losing their minds. I saw everyone raising it, like everyone's moving their arms and dancing, but I didn't think it was that bad. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, seriously, do you need to push that far up? Like, what is the difference between three feet and not three feet? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're still going to see the same show. Relax, people. (laughs) Yeah. That would have sucked for them. Like, I I would imagine it's got to be terrifying for an artist to be up on stage and you're watching people, your fans, get crushed. Oh, it'd be terrible. Oh, so good on him for doing that.
0: Yeah. So then we go over and it's like, I got to pee. I'm full of smoothie. (laughs) So we're waiting to pee. And then as soon as we get into the porta potties, one of their songs kicks in. Yeah. And I mean, I, the whole porta potty is rattling. I mean, I'm, I feel like I had to hold on to the walls
1: it just was like to a, finish this pee. Dude, it was like a, it was like the tower of terror in there. Yeah, it was it like was. shaking.
0: So like I get out, I feel like my brows got some sweat on it just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like what happened in there? And I'm kind of like like, like, look at my head spinning around. Steve's mic's falling apart. My mic just fell. And I'm like, I got my head spinning around, and then I look, and Steve comes out of his, and like his door doesn't slam open, but it opens authority <laughs> And I see him, just like, <gasps> like I made it out too.
1: I, I'm glad you bring this up because I never forget. I opened up that door, I'm like, oh thank God, I'm out of this bathroom. And I looked at you, and I, I didn't never, and didn't connect, but you did look like a lost puppy. Like you almost had that same. Look like. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell did I just walk into? That was a bathroom.
0: It was a quiet moment when we walked into those bath, and I don't know how it happened, but it was like we. As soon as the door shut for both of us, that music kicked in, right? And it was just like I got to get out of here. And then as soon as I got out of there, it dawned on me that like holy cow, there's like fifty thousand people
1: here, <laughs> and it genuinely felt like like there was four dudes outside of the porta potty just shaking it to the beat oh, of the music. My God, it was unbelievable. Dude, we're going to have to take a break. How did your mic just fall apart? I don't know. It just stopped working. Like, it just fell off of the stand, and now i got to screw it back in. It's, plus, it's time to take a break. So when we get back, we'll, 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 we'll finish up what happened at Bumbershoot, but then the craziness starts. Yeah. No and kidding. It, here's the crazy part. The craziness doesn't start until, like, around three in the morning. Yeah. Like, the rest of the time, it, we'll get into it when we come back. The Megacast will return. Oh.
0: The mega cast will return, and Steve is hearing this old J song and wishing he had some mushrooms for his pizza, of course. You're the and
1: last of your kind. You'll be like I wanna be you And all showers shower you I want other other every other Everybody loves Facebook. But lately, what was once funny laughing baby videos and pictures of half-eaten meals has become a place of discord, arguing, and name-calling, all because of one thing, politics. Now there's a brand new app from Facebook. It's called Unsolicited Politics You Obnoxiously Use Really Stupidly, or Up Yours. Now, when someone rails on your preferred presidential candidate, you can tell them, Hey, up yours plus for the non-political there's another new facebook app called social unity creates knowledge in truth or suck it next time someone says post this on your wall or a baby duckling will die just tell them hey suck it the new facebook mobile apps it's like pokemon go just without the exercise
0: Holy! Shit. I didn't even know that Good Charlotte was still a band. Yeah, I love this. The mega cast is back. <laughs> Oh, man, I love Good Charlotte. I can tell. Can't you? The (laughs) pride of PG County.
1: Yeah, they are D.C. boys. Yeah, they're from the (laughs) part of (laughs) Fiji.
0: Technically, they grew up in PG County, but they're basically Southern Maryland boys.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to think of like a Brooklyn artist that if someone's like, oh, that guy's from Brooklyn, too. Yeah, they're not really proud of it. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's just the part they grew up in is just basically Calvert County.
1: Is that like a a ritzy place or a punk-rocky place, or what is it? No, so PG County, where I grew up, is a massive county in
0: Maryland, right? Uh Uh-huh. But it takes, it's like cover, you know, D.C. sticks into it and stuff, but it goes shockingly far south in southern Maryland. So when you get to, like, Montgomery County is the super rich in Maryland, Mm -hmm. and one of the richest counties in America, to be honest. But Calvert County is different. PG County is mostly black. A lot of it can be a little ghetto, this and that. A lot more urban. Right. You, You get to Calvert County, and they're all... White people with boats and like they live on like rivers and like salt water. Like, as I gonna say, like that's Calvert County. Okay. Like, that, like, I think of them as like rednecks and this and that. So that's something <laughs> like, oh yeah, from Chuck County. Like, so they rep PG, but like they ain't from the same thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome, dude. I love right. it. Yeah. If you, Benji and Joel.
0: Crying right. you out. Right. It'd be like if some guy came out now and it's like super hard and he's from, uh, Bellevue or or, or uh, Williamsburg or something, and it's yeah. like, dude, you're from like the rich part of like Brooklyn. Like, get real,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, that's where it's very expensive to live there. Don't tell me you're living the hard life. Yeah, exactly. Right, I get that. All right, so when we last left off, um, we saw. Oh, we just we just returned from the bathrooms. Right. We we then we what, what did I'll we watch? I'll speed this part up.
0: So then, right, we watch like most of the end of, end of Run the Jewels. We run into two really cool listeners. Very cool. Dude trump me with a Shambhala uh, (laughs) pass.
1: Oh, for the festival.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then, right. So then it's like, all right. We go kind of like, we leave there. We're roaming the grounds. And then at one point, I look at Steve and go, man, I want a vodka Red Bull.
1: Yep. And I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, I just, I need something other than beer. I don't want, I I want something that, and and I'm always a fan of having an energy drink because I like to go till eight in the morning.
0: Plus you get up so early. Like this is. It's tough on your body. Like, the schedule's really tough for you. Right. But even I, at this point, like, it's like nine or something. I'm like, man, I could use a little pep. Yep. So we go drink that, and then we go back to my house. Mind
1: you, we bail on uh, Macklemore. Like, oh, we, I completely forgot about we that. We leave while uh, Run the Jewels are still performing. They're probably towards the end of their set.
0: It's, it's almost the end of their set, yeah. and the line now to get in is massive.
1: Right. People are slowly trying to work their way in. At this point, we're already in. We don't have to worry about the line. We just decide we're leaving the venue. If we want to go back and see Macklemore, we got to get back in line. This is a commitment, and oh yeah, we were willing to make that commitment for a vodka Red Bull, and we did. And I'm very glad we did.
0: Right. So we go to like one small bar. It's kind of like not really crowded. We slam down the vodka Red Bull, bandits. bandits. yeah. Yeah, like that place. Yeah, I was glad to get back in there. Plus, yep. we sat outside. Uh so we go back to my house, my buddy Barnes, like we mentioned earlier, him and his girlfriend are around the corner. They come over, then Cobb comes over. Yep. So we're just hanging out there, smoking, drinking. Laughing. Laughing. Oh, so much fun. get fun of my
1: house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I felt bad for uh for Barnes's girlfriend, who's Rachel. a sweetheart. Yeah. What a cool she was cool as that. She'd like, say, I'm gonna
0: buy you a toilet seat.
1: Yeah, because I remember trying to explain that to my wife. I'm like, look, yeah, I telling her everything happens. And I was joking about it. I'm like, yeah, Barnes brought his girl over. You'd love her. She was a sweetheart. And I'm like, but man, the way she handled Ted's bathroom is not how you would have handled it. You would have ran out screaming. Like She's like, is it that bad? I'm like, as a guy, doesn't bother me. As a clean freak, germaphobe, like you are, hun, you would have probably left Ted's apartment and said, give oh, me the no keys. no chance. I give you all, I'll come back tomorrow and pick you up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she offered to buy you a new toilet seat.
0: Yeah, because there's just there's ash on it, so it's left like these marks on the toilet seat. But I guess it does look worse. It's like, what is that? It's like, no, 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 it's just old ash. But it's it's just kind of the
1: paint chipping. It looks like you've missed the toilet multiple times. I know. I <laughs> know. never cleaned it. It looks awful.
0: <laughs> uh Anyhow, so we hang out there. Cobb comes over. Then it's time for more vodka Red Bulls. So yeah. I don't have Red Bull at my house.
1: No, we did a couple <laughs> fireball shots, crushed some more beers, <clears throat> but it's time to drink more. Right. And we go to uh what's it called? Cyclops. Cyclops.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which is funny, because that's a block from my house. I never half a block. I for some reason never go in there.
1: You know, I I, my I like it is, when I do. When you leave your house, I noticed you're you're I think like whenever I go to go drinking or eating, our first instinct is we walk out the doors and we go right. Yeah. We never go left, and left is no. where Cyclops is, and also we, we we came across a new bar that's being built. We completely- Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. That was funny, because as we're walking, we're completely clowning on this this place, because we're like, this is the worst location ever. It's going to do terrible. Who do we run into? The two owners that are <laughs> building it. Then we-, we That moved out it. here to build it. Right. They moved out from Brooklyn, and we, we hang out and talk to them for a while. By the time we leave- Ted and I are like, when are you opening? We'll be there opening day. We can't wait because we like, they sold us on it. They did. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. I'm looking forward to going there. Yeah, they
0: were so positive about it. It's going to be like a a beer bar and this oh. and that. I was like,
1: all right, cool. The good bar food, everything. So now we go to Cyclops and we start crushing some vodka Red Bulls. That seems doable. Yeah, and uh, we run into a couple of listeners. Yep, uh, a, a, a very nice married lesbian couple. Yes, <laughs> which was awesome.
0: Right. But this is where things start getting a little stranger.
1: And now, the story takes a turn. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, right. So then, this—I mean, this part gets a little fuzzy for me. But we hang out there for a while, and then I want to say I was like, Steve, I gotta go smoke. We gotta go back to my house.
1: Yeah, right. So we go back to my house. Dude, I'll be honest. Like, I lo- there's been there's a couple instances. Like yesterday, we were talking. I'm like, how do we get to this point in in our night? Because I don't remember getting from point A to point B. And the problem is, is that.
0: You know, it seems like every half hour or so, we're spiking it with a vodka Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it had to be like one or something in the morning, yep. but it seems like at that point, we're just hitting our stride.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I think we, we go back to your place, we hear from them, the the, the the fine lesbian couple, who invite us to an after hours party. Correct. So I don't know how we got to their place.
0: Yeah, I, to be honest with you, that's like, it's like beer fest. Yes. Like if you had to ask me right now, so, like
1: I, I have couldn't, no idea. I couldn't tell you how the hell to get there. I have no idea, but I know we ended up there. And there were a couple other people there, so we get there. And Ted dogs. Ted takes over their like nice recliner, like just sits down, and all of the dogs, and by all, I mean, four, maybe five dogs. I think there was four. Okay, there was four dogs. They all jump on Ted's lap. Now Ted is the dog whisperer. Mm-hmm. And apparently these girls are saying these dogs hate dudes.
0: Yeah, I guess right. There's two of the, out of the four that are pains in the asses and don't like dudes or whatever. Well, they like Ted, right?
1: So, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So now we're crushing beers and drinking and hanging out. And, and I remember this. It was just random. Just this guy, that kind of nice guy. Don't get me wrong. Super nice. Super nice. Super chill. <laughs> Beyond, he kind of gave off the vibe of like, if what what would Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High be like right now? Like if he was an adult. Right, like in his, what do you say, 50s? Yeah. I mean, Long hair, surfer-looking dude, like just chill. Chill as all hell. Like you would think he's the ultimate stoner.
0: Yeah, like he just walked out of a music festival.
1: Yes, and the whole time we're there, we're just sitting in the living room, and the girls are keep talking to each other in code, like, hey, come to the bed, not to us, because <laughs> that would sound really weird, they're like, come to the bedroom to their friend and the other one, the other girl, Right, and they're like, hey, come to the bedroom, I got to talk to you about something and we're like watching them go in and i'm hearing them sniffle and i'm like okay i know it's going on and obviously i'm looking at Ted and Ted gets it too after like the third time they do this Ted finally calls them out on it
0: yeah i was just like look Steve and i have been off all night at a music festival like you can do your stuff in front of us like we we don't care right right and then and it's we like, don't want it so right. well, no that was the other thing neither too. one of us
1: are into what you're doing we'd have no issues with you guys doing cocaine
0: Right, but yeah. they were like, oh, you know, you guys can have some, or whatever. We're just like, cool, that's just not our thing. Right. Like, thank you for the offer. And then it was great, because they are like, beers, weed, like, sure. Yes. We'll take your other stuff. Yeah, give us everything else. But the guy, right, I couldn't get over. He was like their connect, but he was so
1: chill. He was, he was he, talking to me about public radio. He was not like, I mean, I don't know, maybe he is their friend, but we find out he's their Coke dealer. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> so the Coke dealer just hanging out with us. Yeah. He does not look like a Coke dealer. He does not come off as a Coke dealer. I'm not expecting, you know, Scarface to be in there, but I would have never, if, if you lined up everybody that was in that apartment and said, which one are you positive is not a Coke dealer? That guy.
0: Oh, if you lined up everybody in there, it's me and you. Yes. Like, who are the guys selling drugs here? I mean, it's like, well, the dog father and his buddy. <laughs> yes. Right. So then, right, so, but don't worry, folks, because we promised you also a crack cocaine story, right, so again, I can't find i I couldn't find that apartment if I had to, but it's in my neighborhood, it's not that far away. It's a few blocks away, right, right. We walk out the door, right, and it's one of those old like buildings where it's like you're walking down the hallway, and I mean, it sets up like a movie, right it, you there's a light right in front of the door, but it's locked, and there's three people standing there, and literally you watch a guy sell another guy some crack
1: cocaine. <laughs> But at this point. We're like three steps away from opening the door when we see this. Right.
0: We're like three steps away. I don't say a word. I think Steve has the same thought. It's like, well, we've got to walk through them now. Like, if we turn around and then have to come back through this door, like, we're asking for more trouble.
1: In my head, I remember this very vividly. I remember him. I remember seeing the rocks in his hand. It was crazy. And the chick that was next to him was stumbling as he's handing it, or that part's a little fuzzy. And there was another guy as well. And all I thought was. All right, we open up the door, I see a corner, we get we, we beeline straight to that corner, we walk down the steps, we get the F out. We don't we don't look at these guys, we don't talk to them, we just get out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I open the door first, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you could tell like they didn't even like. In retrospect, they didn't know anybody was there. No, until no. the door
1: almost hit them in the face. Right, because we came out hard. Like we yeah. were coming out hot. Like, That's what like, you got
0: to do, man. You yep. got to take it one to a hundred real quick.
1: Right, we couldn't act timid Zero at this to point. Excuse me, <laughs> I knew what you meant, Drakey.
0: Yeah, right. So we opened the door. I stopped pretty short because I know Steve's right behind me. And that, where you guys coming from? And I'm just standing there. And then I, Steve, I can't remember if you said anything or just kind of no. blew him off. And then I hear the door click, and it was like. Let's go.
1: All I was doing was blocking the door because I was like, I don't want to There's let-
0: no chance we can let those people in there.
1: Look, I don't know the coke the other guy and the guy, the people that we all met. I don't think we even know any of those people. But they were very nice. The last thing I wanted to do is allow three crackheads into their apartment complex. Yeah. It was the last thing I wanted to do. Even at that moment where I was like, I just want to get away from these three. I did not want to be that guy. So I was like, I'm... I'm- the two of us built a wall protecting that door. <laughs> but it, keep in mind, we don't say a word no, to No, this is other. all unspoken. Yeah. That was the funniest part. And as soon as we got away from them, we were laughing because I'm like, wow. Like It was almost like we planned this.
0: Right. So then as soon as the door clicks, we walk off. We walk straight across the street, and we just make a right and keep going. And then at that point, I look at Steve, and I go, dude, we are going the wrong way, but we had to get out of
1: there. Right. We went the complete wrong way. At this point, I don't know why. I need music. So I'm, putting, I'm pulling out the Chainsmokers, the band. On my freaking phone, the EDM Ugh. group. And now we're walking the streets of Seattle in downtown, and it's not like the best area. No. At what? What would you say? 4.30? 5? I don't even it's know. Got, yeah, I'm not sure. I have no idea. It could have been 3.30 for all I know. I've lost all... Tr- Funny, I'm looking at my phone. I have no idea what time it is, though. I'm no. Well-,
0: <laughs> well, that was the other thing, too. When we were at the party with the most relaxed cocaine people you've ever met, I'm just... I am sipping IPAs, because at that point, past three in the morning, it's time to switch to IPA. Yes. Uh, right. So then Steve's playing the Smoker song, which I know is super popular, but I can't stop singing that song. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then we get back to my place, and it's like a, I don't know, at that point, a third or fourth wind. And then right, I we, start cracking beers. Like, I got a bunch of light
1: beers. Two more shots. Yeah. This is like 5 a.m., and I remember looking at you. And in my head, I'm like, I don't want this night to end. And then you looked at me and go, "Ah, Steve, I'm not tired. And I'm like, good, because I'm not either. Yeah. And then you're like, you want to stay up until the pool opens? I'm like, I brought my bathing suit.
0: Right. So this is at 515. Yeah. This seems like a legitimate plan. But then again... Somehow we blew right past six, and then it was like seven, seven something, and I was just like, "I'm too drunk to walk down there." Like, either one of us is going to drown in a four foot pool, or I'm going to trip going over there. Just either at that point, it was like, "This is a bad call to go down to that pool."
1: I didn't even have the energy to take off my pants and put on a bathing suit at that point. I was <laughs> like, I, "I can't do it either, man. Nothing good's going to come of us going." Like, I love how like now at this point we're like concerned for our safety when we've completely we have walked through, we've rolled with coke dealers, we've run into. Crack dealers. We've walked the streets of Seattle while listening to music on our phone around some sketchy individuals, right? Looking like mugger bait, right? Like we were totally meant to be mugged.
0: Is it, there's a thin line between mugger bait <laughs> and like looking so insane that people don't even want to stop you? No. And we clearly were towing that. <laughs>
1: and I think that was pretty much it.
0: That was. And finally, we went to sleep. And then I got up. St- it, I mean it was like a commercial
1: oh the best part we're still up it's like 7 a.m phone vibrates oh
0: I forgot about that my wife
1: good morning baby I love you hope you had fun last night Ted's like don't answer it I'm like I'm
0: literally I, in the corner going Steve I wouldn't reply to that bro I'm like don't
1: do it I'm like I got this don't worry and I'm like good morning sweetheart she's like why are you up already? I'm like ah, I couldn't sleep all that well. I keep waking up. <laughs> Eventually, I wound up seeing the next day. I'm like ah, I was actually up all night, just getting drunk.
0: Yeah. Well, you you just you're right. You crashed on the couch. You didn't even take your jeans off. And then I got up. Did you hear me at all? Because I was up like half hour before you. Like took no. a shower and like walked around. And then at one point, I was just looking at him. I was like, Well, we're going to brunch. I gotta get him up. Yep. Steve. Yep. Hey, man. All right. And Then I was like. My shower's kind of gross too. Just take one in and it'll make you feel
1: better. Oh, and it was great. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. It was so, uh, yeah, dude, it was awesome. It was a great time. Hi to everybody we ran into. Sorry we don't remember your names. We were really messed up. Yeah. But it was, it was an awesome, awesome. Yeah. So that was our, that was our night. Cracking lesbians. <laughs> Married lesbians. Married lesbians.
0: Sweethearts. Actually, they were very they nice. Were super cool. But I think like most straight guys, when, you, when like you set that story up, it's like these guys were doing coke, crack, and hanging out with like lipstick lesbians. Like, no. Now we were technically, we were around all that, but really none
1: of that had anything to do with us. It was almost like as if we were, it was like the Truman Show, and we were on the other side yeah. watching. Like at no point did we really have any kind of like real run-ins with any of it. No. No. It was just, we were there. Yeah. Observing. Observing. It was great, dude. It was great. Now I know we got to get running pretty soon. We have a couple yeah. minutes. Um, I did want to uh, tell you. I, I just have, I found a reason why we could actually play the turtle sex sounds. <laughs> you know, I, on the morning show we play it from time to time. I know a lot of radio shows do because it's hilarious. And we're never going to get to do Burning Man. We'll have to do that next week. All right. But did you hear this story about a hundred-year-old turtle that escaped and walked six miles because? she was horny? Yeah. Like, she had almost as good of an, She never not run into any, any uh, lesbians, any crack dealers, or coke dealers, though. Well, but, it's uh, not a real night, then. No, no. But how about she was missing for 11 days before someone found her, and she was six and a half miles away, and what did she go do? She found one of those round drain covers- Yeah, that's humping it. And just started humping it, and it probably sounded a little bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy turtle, actually. Have you heard this one? No. I only know our sound. That's the big guy. Yeah, the one that we all know, I think, is this one. Yeah. That's my favorite. Have you seen the one with this little turtle humping the boot? Oh, yes. Have you seen the one where like, there are actually two turtles getting it on, and the camera, you see that turtle, one of the turtles, complete. Yeah. It's this one. <sighs> <sighs> Just wait Here it comes This one I was like What is that? It's a turtle And here it comes Oh That's a bad choice of words Here he goes God. I wish you could see Ted's face right now. I don't
0: know that I've ever had a sexual experience as relieving as (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) But the face this turtle is making is perfectly in line with that sound you just heard. (laughs) 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 That's how turtle babies are made. And so I'm looking at all these and I'm like, finally, I can play turtle sex sounds for a story that involves turtle, turtle sex, sex, which I don't think we've ever had that opportunity. And then I'm playing around on the internet, looking through YouTube for, to find actually the original one that we all know. Right. And I came across those other ones, but I also came across this group called Bombs Away that took that kid going, I like turtles. Yeah. That, that famous kid from a park, I think he was at an amusement park or- He was a, at a fair. A fair in Portland. And, I like turtles. And also the iconic one that we know, which is this one. And they turned it into an EDM song. That's all turtle sounds. That's all turtle sounds? Pipe, well, like the... the, the uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Teddy, you uh, experiencing some cocaine right now? You've been sniffling a lot. You've been hanging out with some lesbians? I have, Steve. <laughs> I, like, I like
0: turtles. I mean, is it just that easy to make EDM music? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I like this song.
1: It's a good song. I like turtles. Oh, yeah. Ted and I created our own EDM group. At some point, we're going to actually make this happen. It's yeah. called Salt, salt and vinegar. vinegar. Ted is salt.
0: Steve's Vinegar.
1: Because I'm bitter as F. <laughs> all right, Ted. We should probably get out of here. Yeah, man. I got to uh, actually go do some real work. Yeah, you know, we can't podcast all day, can we? Unfortunately. No. Oh. Oh. Uh. 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 Hey, thank you guys for listening. Let's get ten, everybody. In the name of desperation, in the name of friendship, in the name of all creation, count and say, We're so hot. And out of luck, hard find to self destruct. Did we get ten that day? Yeah. Nice. Couple times. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did. <laughs> yeah. All right, follow us on Twitter at The Mega Cast. Yeah. Oh.